0: Happy Monday. We are here today with the Keys to Godfidence. Confidence Today, Mom's Edition. So I've got the moms here, the amazing co-hosts. I've got Vanetta Carter in the house, Jessica Lindsay, and April D. Metzler. And these mamas are so precious to me. I love their hearts. They all have teen daughters in their house. And I was once a teen, they were once a teen, and you may or may not have teens. Even if you have a tween, this is applicable. But today's broadcast, it doesn't matter if you have children or not, or if your children are grown, because what we are talking about today is what is your calling and and what is the difference between what the world says, what God says, how do we find out what our calling is? So today we're going to talk a little bit about that to encourage and inspire you all to just kind of stop and say, God, what are you saying to me? And I just want to kick it off with uh, getting the opinion of the the crew here of what is the difference between what God says and what, what man says when it comes to our calling. And I was talking to the girls briefly in chat earlier, and April has some great things to say. So I'm going to kick it off with you, April. Uh, you know, whenever people talk about their calling, you know, what is the first thing that you think of?
1: Well, when I was younger in my walk, I thought that it was something that we were supposed to figure out what we were doing in life, basically. I thought it was like, oh, what is... What, what am I good at? You know, what what is it that I, what I do that I'm supposed to be doing for God and all this stuff. And it had to be, you know, me, 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 I, I, I stuff. But as I've grown into, you know, his presence, knowing God, knowing his character, knowing the nature of God and just his will overall that is read in, in the scriptures, it's, it's not about, Me is about God, and so um, His calling. You know, when we we talk about Ephesians one and reading that spiritual um, was prayer of wisdom, or is it prayer of spiritual wisdom? One of the ways of saying that, but it's let the eyes of our hearts, you know, be enlightened um, to the knowledge of Him and to know the hope of his calling and it's what, what is God's purpose for us in this mm-hmm. life? And there's so many throughout scripture that echoes that, but you know, that's, that really is what comes to mind now, but back then, you know, when I was first, you know, learning what this whole Jesus guy was all about and everything, it was it was all about me and it's not, it's all about him, so.
0: Amen, amen. And then you know what, as long as we're doing what he tells us to do, it's an act of obedience because he's not gonna, he loves us so much and he's okay with us enjoying our calling and using our gifts and our talents, but it does have to be all about him. So uh, I'm gonna have Vanetta read this scripture, if you would, Vanetta. And then let's just talk a little bit about because, listen, let's face it. We can be walking in all of these gifts because the Bible says the gifts of the spirit are without repentance. But God really wants us to be walking right before him. And that's our number one thing uh, that in making disciples and preaching the gospel. Right. So, Vanetta, will you read this scripture,
2: please? Yes. Micah 6, 8. He has told you, oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you except to be just and to love and to diligently practice kindness, compassion, and to walk humbly with your God, setting aside any overblown sense of importance or self-righteousness.
0: Wow. Drop the mic. That goes right into what April was saying, doesn't it? Speak to that, would you please?
2: Yes. And you know what? Even as April was speaking, I was reminded about um, a couple of years ago when we were in Nashville, I remember going to a card exchange with my husband. And I remember the person asked me, they said, what do you do? And I said, I am just a stay-at-home mom. And when we got in the car, my husband was so quiet. And I was like, are you okay and he said don't ever tell anybody that you're just a stay-at-home mom you are not just a stay-at-home mom and he started affirming me and i was like yeah i'm not just a stay-at-home mom you know so he just started just really just Taking that moment to just speak over me. You are not just a stay at home mom. I would not be able to go out and do all the things that I do if you were not home caring for the kids and caring for the home. And because I think a lot of times we minimize what we do. So even if you are a stay at home mom, you don't get any day off. You don't get to take no sick time. You don't get no vacation days. You are just on the clock 24 hours a day. So I want to encourage you that if you are a stay-at-home mom, I just wanna let you know that we understand and we're gonna come alongside you and let you know that God still has a plan. He still has a purpose. And I thought when I became a mom that all of the things that God was calling me to do, that it would be put on the back burner until my kids turn 21. But it's so powerful how the Lord incorporated the things that he was calling me to do, where my children could be a part of me going and speaking in Atlanta. My children could be a part of different things that he opened up for me, even as the way that he opened it up through confidence, you know, that my kids get to sing, my kids get to play the piano, my kids get to be a part of that. So I believe again that he doesn't call the mom to ministry, he calls the family. So I just want to just encourage you and just let you know it's not separated because God ordained family. He has a way of bringing it all together and allowing you to. Be blessed as you're pouring out that your whole family is blessed because of it.
0: That's so good because so many times we think that we're just this or just that. No, God is using us in the midst of all of that. And to be called to be a mother is such an honor Mm -hmm. and a blessing. It really, truly is. Motherhood is just, I mean, it, it is when people look at it that has not been a mom, they don't realize that God is entrusting you with the life that he created. And so, wow, that's so good. Jessica, you're a stay-at-home mom, not just a stay-at-home mom. You've got all kinds <laughs> of, of things that the Lord allows you to do. I'm going to give you this scripture here. And I don't mean to be rude, y'all, but I'm going to step right in here because I think my toilet might be running. You know how we are right here. We're very real, very raw. I'll be right back. Go ahead, Jess, read the scripture, please.
3: Okay, so we're reading 1 Corinthians seven seventeen. Nevertheless, each person should live as a believer in whatever situation the Lord has assigned to them, just as God has called them. This is the rule that I lay down in all the churches. So. So
0: So good. Okay, so speak to that a little bit, girlfriend. I'll put it back up
3: there. Let's see. I think it's interesting actually that, uh, and these were kind of random and obviously not so random. <laughs> um, I, I'm actually, um, here with you guys, um, from my hometown and the lady that actually introduced me to the Lord was my next door neighbor. She lived across the street from us and she was a mom of five children. Um, and she became my mentor. And I'm, and I'm trying not to cry because that woman is everything to me. Um, she's the reason why I know the Lord. Yes, so precious. I remember I recently went to lunch with her and her daughter, her oldest daughter. And I uh, heard we were talking about, you know, ministries and, and that kind of thing. And she, her daughter told me, she said, she said, I never like my mom was always wondering, what's my calling? Where's my ministry? Where's my mm-hmm. And she said, and when we sat down to lunch and I told her how she affected my life and the things that she, I mean, she never stopped praying for my family. She never stopped and she wasn't blood. She wasn't even a, you know, a, a, a biological family member. She was a neighbor across the street. And her and her daughter said to her at that moment, mom, your ministry, your calling was right in that house on, on crane street. Like your ministry and your calling was, was to, to pull, um, the neighborhood children to the Lord. And so, um, yeah, I think that, um, this goes right alongside that. She, um, may not have even understood it at the time, but she was a believer in the situation that the Lord had put her in. Um, she, she believed in the Lord with everything that she had to uh, be able to minister to the children in the neighborhood and love on them the way that, that Jesus loves on, on them. And so, you know, it's because of that, that, that I am where I am today. And there's, you know, and many others in my neighborhood. Um, she had many, many testimonies of the, of the other um, children and stuff and teens in the neighborhood being where they are today. So Absolutely. Wow, that's
0: so powerful because the Lord uses us in and out of season, and He uses mamas uh, to bring uh, that motherly love uh, and be able to present the gospel in such a way. So it is so incredibly crazy. (laughs) Pastor Powell, what's up? That was weird. that's so good oh how funny is that i love it i love it i love it well with, and with that being said april i'm gonna give you a scripture now <laughs> oh my goodness we're having so much fun right here on confidence today just i absolutely love it love it love it um so i and jessica thank you for that testimony and, and as you guys can see she actually uh is at a hotel room she's there in in El Paso picking up her mother and she didn't want to miss this broadcast. So thank you for being here. Listen, these moms are so dedicated to you all because we want to encourage, we want to inspire. We want to give you some nuggets. We want you to know first and foremost, you are not alone. God sees you. He values you. Everything that you do, from whether you are, are nourishing your family by putting food on the table, or whether you're sitting down and praying over your children, whatever you're doing, the Bible says, whatever your hands find to do, do it unto the Lord. I love that. I love that. I love that. And so April, I'm going to give you this scripture, and I'm sorry it's covering covering your beautiful face, but it's so good. Go ahead, girlfriend.
1: This is 1 Peter 4.10, and it says, Just as each one of you has received a special gift, a spiritual talent and ability graciously given by God, employ it in serving one another as is appropriate for good stewards of God's multifaceted grace, faithfully using the diverse, very gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor.
0: Goodness, goodness. And I'm using the Amplify version, you guys, because I just like to amplify it. When I was young and I used to listen to my music, I turned that amplifier up. And so whenever it comes to the Word of God, I just want to turn it up a little bit to where it gets in our face, gets down in our spirit, and we stop and say, wait. I am valued. I can do this. I can do this motherhood thing. I can be a good wife and I can do all of these other things. And we've talked before a little bit about this, but today I want to talk to you, those of you that are going, God, what are you telling me to do? And um, I was talking before the broadcast about an excerpt. Little bit of an exercise that I did years ago. It helped me to determine whether or not what to get my master's in. I literally, I've got a dual master's, but one is in organizational leadership, which is what I could get corporate America to pay towards. <laughs> there was, and it was the closest thing I could get to ministry and, and get, you know, my previous employer to, to do continuing education. But then I also speared off and did the counseling gig. Why? Because of this little exercise. So I know that Jessica and Vanetta have not done it before. I know April has done this before. And so I But I want to talk to you guys about something called Cazone. Okay, you might have heard me say it before because it impacted my life a lot. And it is being obedient to your authentic selves, what God created you to be. And uh, the scripture that comes into place about our past always comes up. And it's one of my life scriptures is Romans eight twenty eight that he uses all things together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. That would be all of us that are serving the Lord. And uh, if you are serving the Lord and you're walking in disobedience, private message one of us because you do not want to stay there obedience is better than a sacrifice you cannot walk in your calling if you are if you are telling god no you cannot walk in your calling if you are being disobedient you cannot um live the fruitful life that god intended you to live if you are not taking him for what he says in his word and i know that might sound a little harsh um actually doesn't sound harsh at all it should be the ordinary christian life but we've got so many people today that make these statements like i'm a Christian." Yeah, I'm going to go to the club, you know, going to go get laid, whatever, you know, that is not obedience to God's word. And and Jesus said that if you love me, you obey me. And so we obey him in some areas. And maybe sometimes we struggle with others. And if you're struggling with that, there's no condemnation in Christ. But I'm telling you now, t- today's the day to change. And all of these ladies right here can minister to you in that area. If that's, I don't know who that's for. I don't know why I went down that little pig trail but just stop it. Stop it. Repent. You remember when you were a kid and you went to school and you had the stop, drop and roll if you caught on fire. Right. So that's kind of what I'm saying to you right now. Stop, drop, repent. Okay, because you're going to get stuck now. I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry. (laughs) So April. okay, Uh, what do you think about God using our past experiences? Is that something you have found to be true?
1: Yes, that would be a, a closed-ended moment there, but yes, and definitely don't ever apologize, though, as far as to us ladies or anybody else that is nope. you're speaking life into, girl. Like that is that is all what it's all about. But yeah, I have been through the kazon experience, and for anybody that doesn't know, um, it is actually a Hebrew word that is tied to the meaning of like a dream or a vision. You know, um, sort of like you can uh revelation basically and so you have um that's what it's founded on and you have this whole process that you go through you know for about eight hours you can go to it through craig Grishel. you know at life church he's a pastor there and it's a it's intensive supercharged counseling session, basically, because you have to go back through, you know, your life and say, okay, this is, this is things that have impacted me and this is how it pertains now. And, you know, in that though, what was God doing in showing me, you know, and you really consider and meditate on these things and sit there and say, okay, you know, I'm actually pretty gifted at this. I actually do well with this. I don't do well at this, but for some reason I'm serving in the church in that capacity. What am I doing? You know, it gets you to realign basically and, and really just shine for God in, you know, what you have been gifted with because we all have been given this this uh, measure of grace in in 1st Peter 4:10 does talk about that but there's also other scriptures that you can pull to that say that you have this this measure of grace given to you and every single person has been equipped to do something yeah. it's just discovering that and the way that we discover that is our relationship back in You know, in in right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And that is what she's saying. Maggie's talking about obedience, you know, um, and obedience is, is really just practicing the presence of God to the point where you can hear him. And listen attentively to when he says "go," you go. When he says "speak," you speak. When he says "shut up," shut up. <laughs> but, uh, but those are those are things that you learn as you go. And and definitely don't beat yourself up. And you don't have to wait either. Um, one thing that was coming up, you know, you're talking about being just a mom or just this or just that you're never just anything you, you are. And, you know, we're called it be, you know, just, just, I guess, be, it's very simple in that reference, be in him. And he is in us. It's a promise of this relationship that's folded back together. And I don't know why I'm saying, what I'm saying, but we're just going to go with the flow. Um, but yeah, it's, it's living, abiding it says in him we we live and move and have our being it's it's an all in lifestyle change to submit to the authority of God who resides in us you know and dwells with us always and so there's just this whole whole facet that you can talk to talk about you know when it comes yes. to calling knowing his calling is just walking with him you know um doing life with God so Anyways, that's so good. Did I answer?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did because you said you answered that, you know, yes to using the past experiences. And I, and I love that you mentioned that abiding in him. I challenge you guys to get this little mini book by Andrew Murray. I don't know how many of y'all have ever read any Andrew Murray stuff oh my goodness, there's a book called In Him, In Him. And there's another one called Humility. I mean, there's so many, so many, okay? Just read all the Andrew Murray that you can read and um, and it'll just crucify your flesh and you'll be okay. And you can say, okay, God, yes. But in that book, I sat down with my Bible and I started circling all the places in the word of God where it says in Him, in Him, in Him. And, and I was just blown away because the reality is, is that the Bible says, apart from him, we can do nothing. Now you can do things, right? But nothing fruitful, nothing eternal, nothing that really honestly matters. What matters is, is being obedient to the call. So Veneta, have you found the Lord using your past experiences to help you now, raising your kids, ministering to people? And, you know, you do a plethora of different things. So talk to that a little bit about past experiences.
2: Yes. Um, When I became a Christian, now I know it was the enemy who was telling me, okay, you're a Christian now. Now just be a Christian. Just sit in the church. You don't have to do anything. Just sit in the church. And then the Lord, as I was starting to grow in my faith in God, the Lord started reminding me of things that I went through in my past, like abortions and different things. And, And the enemy immediately brought on shame and the enemy was like, you better not share that story, because if you share that story, these people are going to look at you like, you know. And and I mean, he really just brought on shame, guilt, rejection. And I was like, oh, no, I'm never going to share that story. You know, and, and I remember the first time when I was invited to come and to share my story on Mother's Day in Pennsylvania, God is so amazing how he does things because not only did he deal with me first, but I never want to be on a platform sharing a testimony. And that's my family's first time hearing it. You know, so it was just so amazing how the Lord allowed me that week before I shared on Mother's Day to minister to my children, to let them know about who I really was before Christ and just the grace that they extended to me. To even ask my husband, was he okay with me sharing that? Because I don't want my husband looking like, what in the world? What did you go? You know, so I because God is not the author of confusion. He's a God of order. So Mm -hmm. I spoke with my husband. I spoke to my kids. And then the Lord allowed me so much grace. And it was so powerful. By the time I shared my story, it was from a place of triumph. It was no longer from shame. It was no longer. And it's like every time I share my story, because I remember when I shared it, I said to the Lord, I did what you asked me to do. And the Lord said, Now I want you to do it over and over. And, and I'm like, Really? You know, but the more that I share it, it's like, I'm coming out. You know, it's like, I'm going and get my sisters. I'm coming to get y'all. There is freedom in Christ. So, you know, it's like, the enemy, I'm no longer, let me tell you, the Bible says who the son set free is free indeed. There is freedom in Christ. So I know that you've been through some things. You might've been abused, misused. You might've been on drugs. You might've, you, you know, have gone through things that you probably feel like, you know what, man, God can't restore me. If he did it for me, I know that he'll do it for you. Cause I know I was so up from the flow up. And God said, daughter, I'm gonna use you for my glory. So yes, he uses, he doesn't waste anything. He doesn't waste anything. He works all things together for the good of them that are called according to his purpose.
0: Amen. And so I'm telling you all, you are called and he will use your junk. And sometimes it's different areas. I will tell you this. He wants to make sure you've got a level of healing in that to where the enemy can't use it. Because see how the enemy came in and tried to shut Vanetta up before she could even share. Why? Because there are women out there dealing with guilt and condemnation as a result of their life choices and so forth. So thank you for sharing that, Vanetta. Always willing to be transparent and real. So God will use our past uh, areas. So uh, Jessica, what about you? Have you seen where God now in your calling and the things that He has you doing? Do you see him using your past? Both the good, the bad, and
3: the ugly. I'm witnessing it right now. Um, <laughs> my actually my tween my teen daughter and I are are going through some some stuff together. And I say together because I'm helping her walk through what I walked through when I was her age. Mm-hmm. And so um yeah, absolutely. And and it, if not for the grace of God to show me exactly how I've healed from those situations, I would not be able to even begin to start telling her how to um, how to heal and how to, um, you know, change the way the way she thinks. Um, you know, re- repentance is, is not just saying you're sorry, but changing the way that you think. And Amen. so. You know, we live by that right now, Um, and we should every single day. But especially right now, and when I'm, you know, when I'm teaching my daughter and and helping her, um, definitely.
0: That's so good. That's so good. Thank you for sharing that. And moms, if you're watching this, please just be real with your daughters. And many times, women will not talk to their kids about what they went through and um i'm thinking specifically and and a couple of y'all have heard the testimony of our sister christy neal and how she talked about there had been infidelity in her family and no one ever talked about it so she didn't know to stand against the enemy when he came in with that temptation to cheat on her husband now i'm not sharing anything that she hasn't shared from a platform and or her book and very open about that but she said that had she had known then she would have known how to stand against that generational iniquity coming at her. And she would have been realizing that she, you know, she had the power in Jesus to say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go down that road. And and so by communicating with our kids, and, and obviously by the leading of the Holy Spirit, okay, you, you want to choose the right timing. You want to be there with them. But he uses our past junk to, to heal us, restore us, so we can reciprocate that. So we're out of talent tonight, but we're going to talk about this more the next broadcast. We're going to talk a little bit about our core values and our spiritual gifts in the next one. So you don't want to miss it, okay? He uses our past. He uses our present. He uses our gifts. And our talents and our things that He's placed in us to use for the good, to give Him glory in everything that we do. So, ladies, I want to thank you. Any final words, April?
1: I had to unmute. Um, final words would be uh, just just a little bit of encouragement for any mom that's out there, and it's it really does come down to transparency, um, just being able to. Extend grace and then open the door for them to extend grace helps both parties, both sides of that communication with mother and daughter, um, practice these things that we've learned. And Paul says that we are to practice these things. How in the world are we going to practice giving each other grace if we never open those conversations up? Mm-hmm. And so that's just something to challenge you guys with.
0: Good, good stuff. Veneta?
1: I would I'm say,
2: a scripture that comes to mind is therefore now there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. And I want to encourage you to forgive yourself because I think a lot of times we don't realize that we're, you know, just feeling different ways towards ourselves. So definitely ask God to help you to forgive yourself.
0: So good.
3: So good. Jessica. Jessica. And I would just add to that both of the things that April and Vanetta said and just um, tell the ladies, the moms out there, um, that you are loved. There is a God out there that loves you and that is after you. And there is it, it, there is never a too late. Mm. There is never a too late until we're off this planet. So, um, mm when you think that there's that it's too late it's really not when you think that there's there's you know you've gone too far or your kids have gone too far or whatever the case is there is never a too late so hang in there reach out to somebody reach out to us we love you we are here for you um yeah Wow.
0: So you heard it right here on Confidence Today with the Moms Edition. These moms know, okay? And like we say every broadcast, we don't know the answers to everything. We we are not saying that we're perfect by any means or measure, but we're saying that if God is for you, who can be against you? We are for you, ladies, standing in agreement for you to have the best relationship you can have with your teen or tween. And we will see you here next time, uh, two weeks from today, every other Monday. God bless. Music